Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey everybody, welcome to the Forbes Factor. It's my favorite day of the week when we get to have a conversation, hang out, and uh, you know, I'm kind of crazy, so you never know quite what's going to happen. I am, uh, let's see, getting ready to do a live event. Uh, I don't do a lot of these anymore, I will tell you. One of the greatest things that I get to do in life is not only be part of people's transformation, but witness people growing and changing before my very eyes. We also call that Forbes Factor, and I've got a new book coming out, and I will tell you what Forbes means if you're new to my world. F-O-R-B-E-S is how do you overcome tragedy in your life, trauma in your life, stress in your life, joy in your life. And so I broke it down into six parts that got me out of a very interestingly difficult time after losing both my parents having a little boy that I raised murdered, uh, two beautiful twins, and, 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 and life. And as you know, I'm quite the out-of-the-box thinker. Around that time, I blew up my house for the movie Die Hard. I have a very strange way of handling stress, so don't <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> I think I actually did that one because my kids were four years old, and I filmed a movie about my kids watching me do this. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, this will come in very handy when they're teenagers. I'll just look at my daughter and say, look, I don't like the boy you're dating. If you don't stop it, I'm going to blow up your room. I did it once before. Uh, I don't think that's turned out very well. My kids are completely crazed. No, but they know that their mom doesn't live in a box. In fact, when people say, Forbes, you're so out of the box, my question and response to them is, what box? So uh, <laughs> today's guest is the epitome of that. Um, I'm, on a, I'm a woman on a journey. I, and you've been following me for such a long time, and I love you guys for, for being witness to an insanely crazy, diverse life that while it had no rhyme or reason, has had massive ups starring in movies and television and creating the X Games to the depths of hell. Hmm. And just yesterday, uh, and I'm going to take a moment, um, you don't want to be down, but life is life. Uh, I just lost a friend of mine yesterday who, one of my oldest girlfriends in the world, and a producer of mine, I have... She, she did one of my Red Skelton show with, uh, well, uh, many of you don't even know who Red Skelton was, one of the greatest comedians in the 40s and 50s. We, uh, we honored him and did a thing with me and John O'Hurley. And she was this ahead of her time, amazing woman. Her name is Wendy Cooper. And I know that she fought cancer for a while. I was talking to her in Clubhouse every week. I did not know that the end was imminent. And um, I'm going to wave goodbye to her. And... Um, Mm, just reminds me to make every moment matter and that none of it matters. So be bold, be crazy. And that's what I'm doing. Today's guest, now this is crazy. And when I admitted this to her, I, and she didn't write me back immediately, I thought, oh, I blew that. I said to her, I fangirled her before I even knew who she was. Uh, for many of you, you know, I had a talk show uh, in the early, what was it, 90s on TLC called Essentials. She had a little bit of a bigger talk show. I, I won't spoil it for you just yet. Uh, but I knew of her show. And I would look and see who the producers were. And then, of course, that led to a magazine. And I was just, I truly think if I had to go back, and there must have been a time where I said, you know, I would love to meet her. Well, the funny thing about her life is while on the outside, our lives can look one way. On the outside, maybe they look a little different, especially if you're a woman. And I'm excited to, for a very real, raw, and honest conversation with a woman whose name I knew well before I would imagine this would happen. Her name is Sherry Salata. 
She was the executive producer on the Oprah Winfrey show. Oh, 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 you heard of that one. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> funny? Yeah. And I recently found her on social media, fell in love with her in a whole different way. And I would like to bring her to the stage right now. Ah, the crowd goes wild. Hello, Miss Sherry. How are you? Is, so nice is that, to be with you. Is that a crazy introduction? That's crazy. That's so, well, first of all, that is so kind. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that you know that that was a big job and you appreciated you appreciated that for me. Um, so thank you for that. Well, you know, I did. And when I, and my daughter was heading to the doctor, I wanted you to meet her. She's a 19 year old entrepreneur who just started a $2 million business right out of high school. And she's one of these amazing minds. She's been doing digital marketing for seven years. And, and, you know, she's grown up with me and the ups and the downs. And when you see the backside of somebody who's in the public eye all the time, it doesn't look the same as it does from the front. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't think of myself as somebody in the, in the public eye, and I know you are, um, but I've had a front row seat to a lot of people who are very much in the, in the public eye. And mm, you got to have, you got to have, you got to have nerves of steel. Um, you know, if you're, if you're grappling internally with any kind of worthy <laughs> worthiness issues or healing trauma from your childhood, wow, <laughs> that'll just take you right over the top to have everybody else chiming in on whether or not you're likable or lovable hard. Well, I'm excited to get started. So yeah. you did you always, let's go back to the very beginning. Did you want to have a career in television? Were you a producer type person growing up? I was a producer type person. I was bossy. You know, so I was bossing the kids around and bossing my cousins around. And, um, but I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that that was available to me. I was, um, I, I thought I needed, um, something that was respectable, like, uh, <laughs> um, you know, with a briefcase and a, and a business card. And, um, I didn't, and, and I had, I had lots of, listen, I wanted to be a paleontologist for a while. Then I thought maybe I would be, I, I entered college at the university of Iowa in pre-med and oh. that lasted one semester. Cause I was like, Oh, this that's, is what, that's where my law career lasted. Like one semester. I don't want to, I want to play Perry Mason on television. I want to be a lawyer. That was exactly. The- that's exactly. That was exactly. I'm like, Hmm, you're in love with the idea of that. You're not in love with organic chemistry. So, um, yes. What'd your parents do? My dad, um, my, my dad was in the Navy. My mom was, um, stayed at home. And, uh, when he retired from the Navy, he became a real estate broker. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And, 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 but it was very formative for me. I mean, watching my parents' lives and think about that. So I was born in 1959. So it was like a very much a sixties growing up kind of word cleavery. By the way, you're one, by the way, you're one year older than me. Am I? Yeah. You, you and I are watching Bewitched at the exact same time. We were watching Bewitched. So, you know, my mom, my mom's life did not look that interesting. It looked like she was the family servant, you know, you know, and her job was never over. And my dad was like leaving the home for the world and coming back and with these, you know, I've got to relax now and, and, and the stresses and then I have to play golf. And I just was like, I don't know about this. Are you the oldest? Yeah. Okay. So I, you I was thought- the oldest of two. 
Me too. So you and I are sisters. We're actually not even sisters. I think we're the same person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, that's exactly what I saw. My mom was 260 pounds my whole life. Beautiful woman who used to collect like photographs from Van Johnson and Gene Kelly and dreamed of that world. And I think the only time she touched Hollywood was we went to Universal Studios when I was five. And that was a fantasy of hers. Yeah. And it never materialized. And she was a stay at home. You know, she had a career before she met my dad. And he was the hard worker who went out. Although my dad was a little crazy. He was an inventor and a magician. So wow. I have a very wacky side of my personality because of that. But I remember at 17, which is now my kids are leaving home. And I said to myself, Mom, I love you. I'm not going to look like you. And I'm not going to be you. I'm going to travel the world. And I cannot wait. Because she never left the house. I was like, there's a world out there, you know? Yeah. So yeah. now you're pre-med. I got that. Now, did you like I'm pre Sorry, did what? Like, did you like TV when you were younger? I loved TV, but you know what I really, I, I, I loved TV, but what I really, really loved, I loved, um, I loved production, I guess is the better. I liked production, um, liked putting on plays. I liked organizing things. I liked producing. That's really what I liked, but I didn't really know what kind of job it was. And it, and it wasn't until um, I'd had, Oh my gosh, I must have had 10 jobs, each more ill-suited than the next. And then at 27, feeling like a big old failure, I got a job as a secretary at an ad agency. And that's when I started going, oh, because I could see the producers running around like, and it, and it seemed kind of glamorous and they were busy and they had these big three ring binders. And I was like, that's what I want to do. And so that was really the beginning for me, producing radio commercials. Mm, got it. And so we only have about three minutes for our very first break. Quick transition to how you ended up at the Oprah with Oprah. Yeah. Uh, well, I applied, got rejected. And a few years later, uh, they called me up and said, hey, would you come in? And we, we found your resume in a closet will you come in and freelance for us as a promo producer? And I said, hell yes, I will. Now she was already going. Her show was, was already, they were on their 10th year. It was a, oh it God. was a block, but it was the biggest thing in Chicago. And it, I, I could feel the magic from where I sat. I could feel the magic. And so just real quick, with the two minutes that we've got, is it something that you could see yourself somewhere and said, I'm heading there or was it an accidental raise up through the ranks? Um, Oh, you mean to the top, to the, yeah. to the EP job? No, yeah. that was impossible. There wasn't a track for that. It was impossible to jump from promos to the show. I, I, I didn't, I didn't ever see that as a possibility, but I did. And, 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 you know, it wasn't the talk show game for me. It was the Oprah thing for me because I, I just resonated with the mission so deeply. And I, and I, I liked her so much that, um, um, you know, the, the, the magic of the rise just started to happen. All right. We're going to take our very first break. I love leaving on that phrase, the magic of the rise, because one of the things that you're going to hear while this sounds all very glamorous and I can empathize hundred percent going through your twenties, I had lots of different jobs and you kind of find this thing. And so is it, are your twenties that time, you know, and I'm just kind of curious how you settled into it, but I love, you don't hear a lot of people who start at that position, except for the CEO of FedEx. She was also a secretary and she's now the CEO of FedEx. You're like, hmm, but because I think it takes a certain drive and a certain spark and just enough runway to go, I, I'm going to get there. And then I, you did. But the other thing I think it's more interesting is that sometimes you realize that life is just a journey and it's not a destination. You don't ever get anywhere. 
to get to the next level. All right. On that note, we'll be right back after this message. Say hi to my sponsors, but we'll be, we're going to hang with you guys on Facebook. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this message. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. Today's a very special show where I'm meeting a kindred spirit. I did not meet a lot of women along my path that I identified with. I, as a woman, struggled with a lot of men in a lot of different ways. And only recently do you hear things like Me Too and do you hear equality and diversity and things that were foreign growing up. And what's cool about Sherry Salata, who spent 20 years working for Miss Oprah Winfrey uh, on the show, is she rose to the very, very top. And, and it's funny, I did not know her, but I could see her. And, and I definitely was looking at her and she didn't know it. But she's on the stage right now, Miss Sherry Salata. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. What a great uh, conversation. Yeah, well, that's what, that's, what I, that's what my audience loves. It's what we resonate with. Um, and we're going to get to your book in a second. I just want to kind of cap off what you'd like to share with us. So 20 years working as an EP for Oprah Winfrey Show. What's a couple of the big takeaways that you could share with us. Well, let, let me just let me just reframe that slightly. Um, so I, I did not start 
at the Oprah show until I was 35 years old. So I had a lot of failure before that. And my first job was an entry level position. So I was not the EP for 20 years. I was a lowly little 35 year old promo producer for eight years. Oh, wow. And then, and then book club producer, then script supervisor and things like that. So I was, I think I was one of, one of four executive producers. I was the last one. And I, and I produced the, the final five seasons. Um, so yeah, it, uh, couldn't have seen that coming. Didn't have that on my, that wasn't on my bingo card. Not at all. So, so okay. So what was that moment that, that things transitioned for you? Um, I remember I had gotten some great advice, which was keep your head down, just do the job in front of you. Don't worry about getting promoted because this was my old boss. I believe Oprah will pluck you out is what he said to me. And I'm like, pluck me out. I'm in the basement. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, but I believe that. I mean, you know, I'm from the Midwest, you know, it's like lunch pail to work, give blood from your veins. You know, if someone's giving you a check, you owe them your life. I mean, it's a very old fashioned notion that I don't subscribe to now, but that, that was my driver. Well, do you see that, you know, I'm having trouble hiring people and I own a television studio and a a couple of businesses. Do you find that's not the ethic at the moment? Yeah, I think, I think what we're all exploring and it's, I, I see it as the gift of the pandemic is a different way of moving through the world, including how we work, um, how we, how we offer our skills, um, how we live our lives. And I, I had been grappling that prior to the pandemic um, after, after leaving the world of Oprah um, and seeing that, you know, I'd like to make my own decisions for myself. I would like to build something that's my vision, not putting on a lens and doing it for some, somebody else. And shockingly, shocking to me. Also too, I was getting jealous of the little 20 year olds I was meeting with who were like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go have a massage and no, it's really hard work. And I'm like, but you get to decide when you're working, you don't have to like report for duty. Um, And so, but, but I was, I, I was longing for a life that would feel more integrated. I was longing for an integrated life where my mission and my dreams and my spiritual practices and my 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 home the way I moved through my world would be more integrated. I didn't want to live my life like in separate buckets anymore. Work, life, is it balanced? Never. Uh, that is the the strain of every woman executive I've ever talked to in corporate. Yeah. Because that world does demand so much of you. It does. And so just know that. Just know that, you know, um, you know, pe- people have asked me, could you have had a different experience? Because m- m- mine was a bit of a rough ride. I mean, it was it felt like I was on a rocket ride to the moon. And um, I, I kept myself fueled with um you know, diet Cokes and cigarettes, really. Um, And people say, could you have done that differently? Yes, I could very much have done that differently. Had I had a foundation of radical self-care to get me through it, because it was, I didn't know from one minute to the next what was coming at me. Mm -hmm. And my demeanor needed to be cool, calm, and collected. What was going on inside? 
Well, I mean, at the beginning, I mean, there were, there was plenty of times when I felt like an imposter and I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, I, I, somebody had handed me, put me in the seat of the pilot seat of a 747 and I hadn't even had, had a lesson in a Piper cub. Um, that's what it felt like. Um, and also I felt this enormous pressure, you know, people say, well, it's not exactly brain surgery. Well, when you have 180 countries around the world, you know, just, you know, uh, tuning in for some life giving, you know, um, reason to feel good and hopeful about life. I felt like it was brain surgery. Oh, and I, yeah. Yeah. And, and there, you know, I'm coming in as the EP on year 15 and it's like, whoa, the legacy of this is, you know, I mean, there's a museum, you know, the legacy of this, I knew that. So I did, I felt lots and lots of pressure. Yeah, Rich is such a funny thing. Oh my gosh. I don't want to run out of time because you're not going to have an amazing conversation. It'll be over in no time. You decided to write a memoir. I did. Why? Well, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, I think I was like many people think, yeah, maybe I'll write a book one day. Maybe I'll write a book one day. And the opportunity presented itself. Um, through a very legendary uh, literary agent. And I'm like, okay, you know, that, that, you know, was, it was, it felt like a good next step as I was building my own business and my own dreams. And it was the hardest thing. You know, I, I miss, I'm on time or 10 minutes early. I'm telling you, I never miss, I would never miss a deadline. You know, it's so unprofessional. I missed all my deadlines. I mean, I, I couldn't get it done because there's no point in writing a book unless you're going to take this, your skin off right. and be vulnerable and really share the depth of your failures wow. and not be like, I was the executive producer of the Oprah show. <laughs> Here's my story. Instead, no. What's more interesting is that I was once managing a 7-Eleven, <laughs> making the coffee and cleaning the Slurpee machine. Delivering book. a baby in the parking lot. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Right. So yes. The, the Dreaming is- that someday I would have a career that was slightly more glamorous or, you know, so, so that's really, I, I, you know, really having to, having been a person who was behind the scenes, not telling my stories, all right. of a sudden it, it, it like I had to, I had to do the work to become a woman who could bring her shame to the light. Oh, oh my gosh. And say, let me be healed. And as I heal reader, you can be healed too. Where did the title, the beautiful no come from? Beautiful no. Well, it was the, it's, it's the title story of how I got the job at the Oprah show, how I had gotten, um, uh, as I told you, they, they found uh, my resume, but I had just gotten turned down at a big agency for a big producer job that I really didn't want, but I needed so bad. I was out of money. Right. I was freelancing. I needed money. And I thought I had it. I'd already popped the champagne. And then I got the note from HR saying, sorry, we're not hiring. And I was like, oh God, I'm out of money. Now I'm 35 now. Now, and, and I've told you I had a string of jobs 35, I'm out of money. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I thought I had some promise. And I can, I can feel people around me, family and friends worried 
right. worried about what's going to become of her. And that's when I got the call. Hey, we were cleaning out a closet here at the Oprah show. You must have applied a while back. Will you come in and freelance for us? And what I realized is that rejection of that big fancy job in advertising was the most beautiful no I'd ever gotten because I would not have had the guts to leave a new job with the money and the benefits and the, the place in the world to go and freelance at a television show that had already rejected me once. Right. No way. And that's when I realized, ah, look how beautiful that no was. That no unfolded a whole yellow brick road for me. You're going to make me cry, Mo. Um, I the lead in television series. It was everything I wanted, everything I'd worked for. It was going to change my life. 65 episodes, did the pilot. They cleared the entire country. We loved it. At the 11th hour, they said, you know what? Your name's not famous enough to launch a show on. And they replaced me with Bo Derek. And I'm like, and it broke my heart. Then I said, well, can I have the second lead? And they gave that to Morgan Fairchild. And I'm like, I'm not sure I understand you. And then my agent said, you know, we're going to let you go. And I will tell you, the most brokenhearted no I've ever gotten because of that ended up in Florida, created a fitness product that's changed lives that, by the way, one of the goal was to always get it in Oprah's hands. It's actually at Weight Watchers now, which is funny. But my life and how I affect other people would never have happened as much as that hurt. Yeah. To be where I am, and I don't think I would trade that for anything. No, and I, and I will tell you, my friend, that I've gone back to a lot of other no's that I've gotten rejections. Really? No, the door won't open. And I'm like, I think they're all pretty beautiful. Hmm. I think, I think I got some good no's. You know, to, to define my life and to make it work, I had to change a lot of words. Like diet was one of those that just made me nuts because it's starvation, deprivation. I right. changed D-I-E-T to mean decisions I eat today. Works for me. Uh, the one that I changed those also no. N-O became never ending opportunity. Never ending opportunity for sure. And now, now from my perch where I can see how it all turned out, yep. I, I say now there is absolutely the, the universe has proven itself to me again and again and again, that I'm in co-creation, that there is a divine, divine co-creation happening, that I'm being breadcrumbed right to the very things I say I want. And so sit back and enjoy the ride for heaven's sakes. It only materializes when you hear things like, your resume was at the bottom of the closet. Well, no, that's just where we're supposed to be for the person to find it. Yeah. You know, the magic in life is a little indescribable. I tell people, Crazy. my twins were born on my mother's, they were conceived on my mother's birthday the first year after she passed away. And they were due on December 7th, my dad's birthday, the first year after he passed away. Mm -hmm. The odds they calculated was like three, one in 300 billion for that to be, for two kids to be exactly, that would never happen, kind of like the lottery. And you know, it was just divine enough to let me know that somebody was watching out for me. For sure. Sometimes for all sure. Mm. Wow, wow, and wow. All right, now you've started an entire world online and I downloaded, and by the way, there's a fun girlishness about what you do. I'm even looking at a picture of you in one of your articles and you look like a 25 year old adorable girl. <laughs> I'm having the time, of, well, I, I'm, I'm like, I have a whole new life going on. Like, even when we're talking about, I feel like I'm talking about somebody else, even though I wrote a memoir and there's all kinds of stories, I feel like I'm talking about somebody else. And in a way I am, because I am, 
I'm the newest version of me. And the newest version of me has a different perspective, a different knowing, um, a different um, a different vibrational stance. And so I, I'm going to tell you, I, 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 I stumbled upon this not too long ago, this thought that, wow, I've never been happier or more on purpose than I am right now. Oh, this is why I found you now. <laughs> like that. You, somebody might say, wow, that was big. That was big, that 20 years at Oprah. But now I see that was just foundational. That was the warm-up. That was the warm-up. And now that I have, you know, and, and I always say the greatest company benefit of being there was that um, I got paid to build a spiritual life because all the big thought, leader, thought leaders came through. And those were the shows that resonated with me. So now I get to take all that knowing and all that understanding with a level of faith that it's all working out. Well, let me add, for those of you who haven't read the book yet, it's called The Beautiful No, colon, and other, and other Tales of Trial, Transcendence, and Transformation. Not what I would expect to hear after The Beautiful No. Yeah. Transcendence, what does that mean for you? Well, I think in, in so many ways, um, we have to transcend our own patterns of thinking about things. We're, we, we don't even understand how we're so driven by patterns or beliefs that really don't serve us. And once I started, had, the, had a moment to say, okay, let me take a look at my life and see how I'm doing. I'm like, oh, job. Wow. Super. And then everything else, not so great. Not so great. And I was like, oh, all your eggs was what was in one basket. They were in one basket because that's what you were good at. And mm. so you really didn't tend to and develop the things that you didn't think you were so good at. And why is that? You know, what are the patterns? What is, what is, what is the, is it, is it unworthiness? How do we unlock that? And what I could see is that early on I had, misunderstood the relationship between achievement and worthiness. <laughs> you know, so I'm still like, oh, do you love me now? Do you love me now? Am I lovable now? Look what else I did. Look it, I can juggle. Do you love me now? And uh, it hit me. It was actually, I was on my book tour. I was in New York and I was coming from a radio interview and it hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, they have nothing to do with one another. All your life, you, are, you, you have been driven to become worthy and to become lovable. And the truth is, worthiness and achievement are not related. Nothing to do with each other. And that was the beginning of a new version and a new life. You guys, this could be my most special show ever. Guys, we're, need to, we're bumping into a break right now. Uh, I'm like in tears and I'm going, oh my God, I, I ah, whoa. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back after this message. Uh, we're going to talk about the support system, everything that she's building online and the change towards change your life. Pretty powerful stuff. Don't go away. You're not going to want to miss the rest of this interview. We'll be right back. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Amy Sherry, so we are, I got about almost 2 million fans on our Facebook, and they are writing like crazy. I've got Phyllis, who's going to encourage you to update your LinkedIn so she can help you with your book. I got Carolyn, who's in love with you. Latara's writing how wonderful this is. They're just going crazy over here. Stephanie, they're literally, going, oh my God, self-care. Let's, let's, let's break off to that for a second. And this is our third segment. So anything that you might want to share with my audience, feel free to go, Forbes, I know what, I, what needs to be done here. Self-care as a woman. I have been fanatical about this. I was a massage therapist for years, the sauna, the massage, whatever it takes. Have you recently discovered all that it takes to take care of you? Yeah. And, and I would say that has been my primary focus and journey since 2016, which is what are the, what are the ingredients? And it's overlaying old patterns of the minute something work-related comes up, all that's out the window, which is which is why in, in, in this new version of life, I look at as I'm being, I'm paying myself to, to be um, that expanded version of myself yeah. that, that, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing, so I do two digital, I do two 12 week programs a year now, um, which I love doing. I do one year long mastermind. I'm just getting ready to take yet another group of people to Italy for a week of workshops. And that's what we talk about. It's like, I don't start anything unless I start it with a meditation. Um, yeah. I love, I love that you've discovered that. By the way, I am going to gift you. You're going to, you're going to get a spin gym and you're going to find yourself sitting on Zoom calls, meditating and spinning and going, oh my gosh, this is one of the coolest things you've ever seen. I have to have one. 
Oh, and, and, <laughs> and you have to have it in purple because purple is that, I've had every color, but to me, that is that regal woman color that I think Ugh. they are. Although you scream pink everywhere and I have that too, so maybe I'll send you two. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be a, a girl for you? I'm looking at the girlness in you and it's adorable. Well, I am more optimistic, filled with expectant, positive expectations, having more fun than I've ever had because I think I finally found a way to release my old stories and to write a new story about, okay, the, you know, here's the world, here's your life, get your hands on the wheel, girl, and run this life of yours. What kind of life do you want? Do you want to be burdened and, and just aging yourself with every story and every turn? Or do you want to fill yourself with light? I want to be a, a light worker. I want to be a light worker. And I want, as I expand my own consciousness and I create, uplift my life and have a better and better and better time, I want to bring people with me. Yes. You know, I, you talk about going to Italy. I'm going to share my screen, which is crazy. I know that everybody in, in, in Radio Land can't share this. But I just came back from four weeks in Greece, and that was one of the things that I did with my daughter. Can you see the screen? Oh, my goodness. Right. We're looking at my flying dress photo, and I'll tell you what, it's not only just mine, but I, I did this with my daughter as well so we could create these amazing memories, and that is my daughter uh -huh. uh, with my fitness product out in Greece. Not only was the four weeks, and by the way, she got the message from me because she and I were there for four weeks because you know what? Remember that redefinitions? You know what mom stands for? What? Moments of memories. Wow, that's amazing. When I think of, you think of your mom, I can think of 20 things without looking at a picture, but oh, I don't remember the one time she burnt my dinner or she didn't show up for a book report, but I remember these things. And my daughter and I have traveled around Europe. We can remember a baked potato that we both had outside a London theater when she was eight because we carved out those moments. And then she took off for another four, five weeks with her and her brother to go to, on their own, they're 19, to Croatia, to Hungary, to Italy, because they know the lessons that you and I are unpacking and discovering. I gifted that to her. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, listen, I'm, start, I'm in my 60s and my life is more adventurous and exciting and filled with possibility than ever before because I was, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't go anywhere but the studio and my house um, for a really long time. Wow. What's one outstanding, I mean, I get that it's a spiritual thing for you. What's one of the most outstanding guests you had a chance to meet during that time? Um, listen, I loved the, I loved the spiritual people. Um, I loved, um, I love Deepak um, to pieces because he is really, really real. Um, I like Brene Brown very much. Um, I met Louise Hay. She's really wonderful. Um, had dinner a bunch of times with Tom Hanks, who's fantastic. Julia Roberts was a ton of fun. Um, just a, a great girlfriend uh, kind of person. Um, yeah, I mean, but but listen, it's like after you get over that, like, oh, it's so-and-so because now, it, you know, it was... 16, 17 hours a day. It was, it was a boatload. It was yeah. crazy. That is the part that people don't understand. I was walking through the, the backstage. I was on stage in front of 10,000 people. And, I, and I'm realizing that everybody does this. Every Beyonce and Madonna, 
to get to the stage, you have to walk through the backstage. You have to walk through the kitchen sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that is not nearly as glamorous as people sitting out front watching what you're doing. Oh. Right. No. And, and most times, I mean, I was in my office in sweats with my hair in a ponytail and 12 pencils coming out of it. And then, you know, you'd pull it down, throw on some lipstick and, and, and go do the control room and do the show. So, yeah, it, it once in a lifetime journey. Um, it changed, obviously, my destiny. It laid a foundation for um, a, really of being able to create a life that feels limitless. And I keep, I keep moving into that word. Um, and, and that means, you know, you know, I have to overcome the, lim the limits that my parents had. They're like, well, you can't do that. You can't do that. What? Work for yourself. You'll never make any money. Like those are those stories that raised me. And so now I just keep moving from that foundation of limitlessness to keep discovering what that means for me in this physical incarnation, this life I've been given to manage. What is your free workbook about? Oh, change 10 words. Change yeah. 10 words, change your life. I'm a storyteller. I'm a writer. And here's what I know. The stories we tell ourselves are the difference between a joyride and a hellish existence. And when you change the words in your story and you really listen to how you speak to yourself, you can change the quality of your life. You can, you can boost the level of your happiness. Um, you can change your, your life experience. I love that. You created a world called the support system. What kind yeah. of support system do you have? It's, um, it's a private membership platform. So it, it, we call it scrolling with soul. So a place to go where the posts are uplifting, the, everybody's doing the work. Everybody's doing the, the personal development work, the, the, the work to transcend their old stories and to reach for a life of their utmost possibility. And that really is. Now for you, no children or children? No children. No children. Um, I but thought I would have. I thought I would have them. Yeah. But I, honestly, I will tell you, that was like not in the cards. I couldn't I couldn't make it work. Um, I ha I'm a dog mama. I got that. Yeah. I'm a dog mama. I, and are you being loved? Do you have a good support system around you? Yes, very much. For the for really the first time. Um, I, you know, once you really start doing this work, you start to realize that a lot of your agreements, a lot of your relationships are, have, have been founded in codependencies and lack boundaries and, um, you know, nobody's growing at the same rate. So yeah, I feel like, I feel like, okay, I'll tell you what I feel like. It's the first time in my life. I'm really telling the truth. Mm, me too. And just telling the truth. And it's, it's not harsh. It's just that I don't want anything that's not a match to me anymore. You know, I think it was also part, I remember being in the 80s and 90s, like Dynasty and Dallas times where things were perfect and there was this facade anyway in culture. And I remember at some point as a coach and a teacher and an actress, things got more authentic. They got realer. Yeah. And I'm much happier now not having to pretend. Yeah. Which... I think as a woman, especially trying to be pretty and trying to be perfect, whatever that was, you know, I'm looking at mannequins now, plus size mannequins. Oh my God. I can only imagine that my life would have been so much different if I didn't spend all my time hating my body because they wanted it to be something that they saw in a magazine. For sure. For oh sure. Oh my God. 
For sure. And so it's that piece, like, you know, listen, better late than never, I say to myself, because <laughs> you also, I have to grieve the fact that I wasted some time. No, wa- no, no, no. I, I don't, time. no, I don't think you did waste it. Mm. You, you know, your time is your time. I mean, I could say that too, as you said it, I was going to say, I'd waste it. Well, bullshit. I, that was what was needed or you wouldn't be here. Well, that is for sure. I, I, I would not be here. And, but, but here's what I want to say. It's never too late. And you, you can, you can turn everything around in, 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 with the sunrise. So you can start to change the way you speak about your life. You can change the way you speak about the possibilities for your life. You can really work on that love piece. It's easier when you're older. You're not so self-conscious with all the, 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 the craziness that happens in your adolescence. You can really start to be like, yeah, I'm fantastic. I'm marvelous. I'm marvelous. And I'm lovely. And I'm, I'm sweet. And I'm dear. And that cherishment and love, what I say for every time, every time I do a workshop, everything's a love problem. Everything. You don't have any problem that's not a love problem, and you are the only one who can solve it. Wow, wow, and wow. Oh, you're going to like getting to know each other. I've got some fun things that I do. I've been taking people through breakthroughs. I went through a transformational training when I was in my 30s and discovered I loved doing that. Started in my living room, very Tony Robbins, and I've never stopped. Now I do it very professionally because there is nothing more exciting and I get to sit in the driver's seat of watching somebody truly transform. I have 14,000 students who've done this. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, being an actress was fun, but this is way, way better. Way better. Yeah. It's way better. And it's because you want to have that transformational conversation. So we are continuing to evolve and expand and transform. I only have a couple more minutes. And I don't want to, uh, so many things I still want to ask you. How about being a woman in a man's world? Did you ever feel that? Uh, I might have felt that in my earlier days, but you know, once I, once I got to the Oprah show, it was women rule, ruled the roost. So it wasn't really in my, my zeitgeist. See, that's very fascinating because I've never not had it in my world. It's always yeah. been men at the helm of everything we've created. And it's always been this, you get so far and you hit your head and go, yeah, you're not going any further than that. Hmm. That's actually fascinating that you got to experience that. Uh, we've got three yeah. minutes to close. We've got a lot of people watching live. Um, unpack something else you just want to share with people that they can take away. Here's the theme I'm working on in my, my membership group this week, uh, uh, this month, for, for coming up for September. I chose the, the theme of uh, reimagine your life because I think we spend a lot of time um, I, I, that those goal words are from from another pa- patriarchy. The divine feminine really is about imagination and intuition and divine feminine and flow and beginning to reimagine your life, like just using your imagination in service to your own dreams and just starting to stir the pot a little bit. Like, what if, wouldn't it be nice if, what if, and just starting to get that energy going and watch what happens. It's almost as if the universe rises up to meet you. Next thing you know, a phone call comes, an opportunity to do something comes. I mean, and then you're off to the races. Dreaming is a ne- it's as necessary as prayer. It's as necessary as meditation. It's as necessary as uh, filtered water. <laughs> that dreaming thing, that dreaming piece, and we lose our ability to do that when we don't practice. 
Oh, my mantra is dream it, believe it, achieve it. And I will tell you, share one thing as we're about to close. Uh, I also believe in that world of manifestation of self-creation so much so that we call it Forbesing it. When you Forbes something, you know what that means? To manifest it, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. Oh, so I ask I people, what, what have you Forbes lately? Yeah. And I will tell you, I Forbes, this conversation has been 30 years in the making. I could just cry and give you the biggest hug. I'm sorry that you're not touchable right now, uh, but you are one of the most beautiful spirits I've ever met. Thank you. Thank you, Forbes. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right. You guys, you're all watching. You're listening to the Forbes Factor. I cannot believe it's an hour flew by like, like that because I'm also at a point in my life, and thanks for being on the road with me, where I'm attracting exactly what I need and what you need to move forward, to be happy, healthy, and wealthy. On that note, guys, I'll see you again next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.